This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. And messages are coming in from all over San Diego County. <laughs> Dr. Matt Scraby loses yet another round of Chris's fantabulous sports game show. Welcome back to the program. 401 is the time. Chris, hello, Tony Gwynn Jr. It's Gwynn and Chris, everybody, on San Diego's number one sports talk station. 97.3 The Fan, Kirk Kenny, typing in to our friend Matt Scraby. Wake Forest. (laughs) What did he say? People can't believe that. Oh, uh, he sent me... He said... Wake Forest has always had at least three losses in a season, so who knows what you're thinking. Then he sent me a screenshot of 115 years of the records of, of Wake Forest. Um, he also sent me, yeah, he literally sent me the entire records that they've had for the entire time. And then he said, you're like the Washington Generals to Tony's Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, that's a very good comparison. It's a good comparison, right great. And this one just came in. You need to distract him with a buzzing noise or something. <laughs> hey, look over here, Tony. Oh, man. Apparently, you're so bad at the game that people think that uh, we actually uh, have you lose on purpose. And it's one I of the most be, popular questions from people. I want to be clear to people that there is absolutely no shenanigans involved. That is a up-and-up game, and uh, Tony just happens to win it practically every time we play. If you play, pay close attention, Scraby does – our games are the closest generally when there is – it's football, A – yeah, I'm and, good at football. And, and when it it goes beyond like, I don't know the '90s, I mean, or when I'm saying the time frame, like it oh, starts in the '90s, yeah. moves. Over. Oh yeah, that's your sweet spot. I was born right in '85. I mean, I I watched football day and night for my childhood. Those are your best uh, your yeah. best ones. Well, I'm going to try to find a couple of categories that'll be in your sweet spot just yeah. to prove that you can't win those either. Uh, what about murderers and serial killers? That's not sports. Murderers and I don't know that we've killers? ever ventured out of sports. Yeah, how would that work? Who was the top? How involved are you right now in the story about the Idaho murder guy? I know a lot about it. <laughs> I know a lot about it. All right. And it's a terrible situation. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. But I was just saying that because... I can't believe people like you get their entertainment from No, there's no entertainment. Like there's no just curious? Is that what that is? Very curious. I love... In, in another life, I think I would have gone into like psychology or something like that. Because I love to think about how people are thinking. Yeah, in another life, I have some opinions of what you might be as well, buddy. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Anyway, I'd still be very. So, Chris, nice that's to a topic you. on the table, right? For What's the game, that? 
Murders and serial killers. Murders and serial killers. Uh, I don't know. Tony might still win that. Uh, <laughs> his wife is into it, too, so it may have gone through osmosis or something. Uh, rookie quarterback Sam Howell will make the start for the Washington Commanders in the uh, regular season finale. Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. Wait, I thought the... I thought Hinsky was going to start. Yeah, they were going to have Heineke start. Heineke, but, Hinsky. Um, Ron Rivera changed his mind. And now going to have uh, the rookie quarterback, Sam Howell, wow. go against the Cowboys. Dolphins are looking at starting Skylar Thompson in a must-win playoff we gotta uh, talk about game this. against the uh, New York Jets. Why do we need to talk about it? Faded from view. Right there. A horrible oh. finish. Losing five games in a row, a sixth would ensure that they miss the playoffs for what do you think, another Chris? season. What do, what do you think is the matter? What's the matter? No, no, they don't have a quarterback. That's, yeah, that's, that's the main the, thing. That's been the problem the last Wait, I thought two Tua was an games. MVP. He, got he his was head until he got ran. his head beat in again. I mean, those three interceptions he threw against the Green Bay Packers in the fourth quarter on Christmas Day, I, I don't want to blame them all on a concussion, but there was sir, clearly something wrong. Right, because he, he was throwing the ball right to all these green guys. guys. Uh, he did it three times in a row. Um, so, you know, in the you know last week they didn't have, uh, again, I mean, uh, who's the other guy? Bridgewater can't even make it through a game. So he's trying, you know, but I, they weren't that good to begin with. I think that's clear, right? They were 8-3. and three. But they they were they were over over their head. So yeah, I mean, listen. I don't know what else you can say? It's it's been very annoying as a Dolphin fan to watch this you know transpire. But I'm not sure what else I can do about it. Yeah. No, I mean, their team they have a talented team, but there's a there's you have there's a learning curve that comes with learning how to finish out the schedule, and yeah. then it doesn't matter who's on it. You got to find a way. To get W's at the end of the day, and there's no argument, they, and they got to find some people that can block. I yeah, this that's is the, not an excuse, but they had uh, what was it Armstrong, Teron Armstead, Armstrong, I think Armstead, the offensive tackle, uh, big free agent signing they got from the Saints, and when he was Manning left tackle, they were blowing people off the football and running that way and doing great things. He got hurt right before the San Francisco game and has not really played much since. It's not fair to blame one injury. Look, the 49ers are down to their third-string quarterback, and right. they're probably headed to the Super Bowl. You've got to have depth. You've got to have people that can play these positions. But they clearly changed, the Dolphins did, when that guy got hurt. You know, there are certain pieces so, and certain spots on, on your team that you, you can't, can't afford overcome. to lose. Yeah, no, you just can't. Right. So that was a big deal. They lost their right tackle. Anyway, it's a bunch of excuses. The Dolphins, have not as, they're not as good as they thought. I'd still, as a fan... Would like to see them sneak into the playoffs. I mean, that's what I do. I root for them. They would be dangerous if they got into the playoffs. I mean, they got they Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. They would be if, if Armstead. They, they would be healthy. if anybody got healthy. <laughs> okay. They would be. Yeah, if they get Armstead, if they got Tua back and healthy. Is, is he supposed to come back? Not that I know of. Uh-huh. I mean, so this was like know, a... there's like no chance Tua's playing this weekend. No, not Tua. Uh, oh, Armstead. Yeah, is he healthy He's yet? He's been in and out trying to get in there. He didn't play in the last game, and uh, so I don't know that he'll be able to make it back. But, you know... Skyler Thompson going to win a playoff game for you? I mean, that doesn't seem likely if they do get into the playoffs. His first start, so, isn't it? This will be his – I think he started one against the Jets earlier this year. He and did. When Tua was 17. out. Oh, that wasn't And now good. he's got to play the Jets this weekend to try and get in the playoffs. So Maybe he learned something. I, I will say this. Now. I told my wife <laughs> this yesterday. The most frustrating thing about the Dolphins losing five games in a row is that all five games have been on television in San Diego. I've sat through every minute of all five games, and it's been uh, 
It's been agony. It sounds mm. like you need to change up what you're doing over there, fan. Uh, what, not watch the game? Or watch it from uh, a different watch, location? Or watch it live. Or watch it live. Ooh. That's really <laughs> you, you might have to change it up a little I bit. I gotta try something. Desperate yeah. times call for desperate that's measures. That's a good point, Scravy. That's a very good point. All right, let's get into some Chris versus the fans today. Give you a chance to win some uh, Las Vegas tickets out there. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Right, we were playing for uh, two tickets to see Sebastian uh, Maniscalco at the uh, Encore Theater and a one night stay at Win Las Vegas following 19 sold out shows in 2022. And his brand new Netflix uh, special titled Is It Me? Comedian Sebastian Maniscalco is set to return to the iconic theater, Encore Theater at Win Las Vegas with his brand new residency. It's January 6th and 7th, March 3 and 4. Also May 27th and 28th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com where you can win a couple right here. It's my mom's birthday, May 28th. Maybe I should uh, take her out to Sebastian Maniscalco. She was watching that few months ago, the special. She thought it was and funny. You definitely should take her. Yeah, nice, uh, yeah nice I need uh, to win this to trip. Oh, I don't know if you could. goodness. What? We actually got to get a call, a contestant know, first. Got to get a contestant. I haven't we done that in a long rules. time. Did you even give the rules yet? No, I haven't done that in a wrong, long time. I forgot to take it out of automatic mode. That's like them mode. playing the theme for Final Jeopardy in the opening credits. <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, can you There's imagine, so many complaints about that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine God. the host being like... Uh, uh, Oh, I played it too early. I played it too early. Sorry about yeah, that, no, guys. That Sorry would, about that. It wouldn't, wouldn't be a good look. The rules are you have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. All right. Let's get to our first contestant. Joey, come on down. Do, 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 do. Joey, how you doing? What's going on, guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy holiday. Let's get to it. In 1973, the Oakland Raiders took Ray Guy with the 23rd pick in the first round. This was the first time a player at what position was selected in the first round? Basically, what, what position, position did, did Ray Guy play? I needed all that information. Oh, man. I don't even know who that guy is. I uh, will say wide receiver. Wide out. Ray Guy. Sorry, Ray Joe. Guy was uh, one of the great punters of his time. They have an award named after him. Hunter. Hunter. The 23rd pick. Sorry about that, yeah. Joey. Sorry, Joey. And it, it turned out to be a good pick yeah. for the Raiders. That's yeah, how good Hall of he Famer, was. right? Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. Passed away last year. Man, didn't so the, the Raiders took the Baxter and Janikowski first, first round? Yeah. That Here we go. That didn't work out as well, I don't no, think. not quite. Uh, we moved to Steve. Steve, welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. What's up, Steve? Here we go. First question. We have uh, highlighted the TMZ portion of the show, and it concerned this very same U.S. national team who played their final game in the World Cup against... Oh, man. It's amazing. How I don't you... watch soccer at all. Oh. I don't blame you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys should, you guys should hang out. You guys should hang out. 
Hello? But I unfortunately did watch. They lost to the Netherlands. They did indeed. Sorry, Steve. I, you know, it's amazing how you can forget something that happened two weeks ago. It's or a month ago. Hey, I, mean, I, can, is, I forget it, everything it my is, wife told it, me to do this morning. Right. It's, so. it's, a, it's a news cycle that turns over faster than it's ever, it really ever has in our history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jerry is our next contestant. Jerry, welcome to the show. How are we doing this afternoon? We are doing Good, well, my All man. Right. Here we go. First question. Which 23-year-old catcher won National League Rookie of the Year honors for the Giants in 2010? Buster Posey. Buster Posey, indeed. We may have a player. We may have a player. Question number two. Very Which Kansas City Chief tight end played football at Cal and also played forward for the Golden Bears basketball team? Tony Gonzalez. Yes. Oh, he, he was a beast. Player. He was a beast on the on the cardwood too, as well. Yes, the cardwood. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I thought I was gonna sneak, sneak that by there. You got me. All right, here we go. Question number three. Oh, this is one. This is when Scraby gets cute here in the third round. I played college football. <laughs> I played college football at Notre Dame. In 2002, I lost the Super Bowl to my former head coach. I played for the same franchise for 16 seasons, but played home games in two different cities. Who am I? That's a great question. My goodness. Notre Dame. Played college football at Notre Dame. In 2002, he lost the Super Bowl to his former coach. He played for the same franchise for 16 seasons. However, it was in two different cities. Rick Meyer. I have no idea. Rick, Rick Meyer. Meyer. I haven't thought about that guy in forever. I have not either. <clears throat> Unfortunately not. Uh, that was a good guess. 2002. But it was wrong. The 2002 Super Bowl was actually played, I guess, in 2003. So that's what's going to throw me off here. I, don't, um, I, I need to hear it one more time. <laughs> I played college football at Notre Dame in 2002. I lost the Super Bowl to form, to, a, to my former head coach. I also played for the same franchise for 16 seasons, but we played in two different cities. Man, that's, uh, that's, that's not one I'm coming up with, so that's good news for Jerry out there. I don't know. Don't even have a good guess. Really? I thought this was in Chris's wheelhouse. It is, yeah, it but is. I'm just not thinking of it. That does happen sometimes. So give it to Jerry today. Wow. He didn't even get off an answer, ladies and gentlemen. didn't even get off Jerry. It's the guy who had his fingers taped often as a wide receiver. His name, Tim Brown. Yes. Tim Brown. Nice work, Jerry. You Very will uh, hang on the now, what line. What was the clue that he lost to Oops. his former coach? Oh yeah, he, he lost, lost to John, John Gruden. Gruden. Lost and, to John Gruden. Okay, that threw me off. I as thought well, you would get was, it because you knew Notre Dame. I do, but I, I was the thinking, 2002 part. I think becomes confusing because you're trying to remember who was in that Super Bowl that well, actually I knew was it was played. the Raiders and the Bucks, but oh, that really? Super Bowl was played in 2003. So I thought it was the year before, and I didn't think when he said that he lost to his former coach. I didn't think of uh, – I thought his former coach was at Notre Dame, so I was trying to think ah. of a Notre Dame coach. Anyway, I was completely bamboozled. Sounds like a bunch of excuses to it me. It is a bunch of excuses, <laughs> but it's a good thing for Jerry. He wins today's Chris's Fantabulous nice job, Sports Jerry. Fans Show. Different, different it's, show, It's Chris Fans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Jerry, stay on the line there. You will uh, – Scraby will chat with you in just a moment. 
and you'll have a chance uh, at the end of the month to go see Sebastian Maniscalco and also have a one-night stay at the Wynn Las Vegas. Very good. Tim Brown. Yeah. Tim Brown at number 81. Yeah. Yeah. Number 81 81 in your program. He wasn't, uh, was he the Jet? Uh, No, Tim Brown wasn't the Jet. That was, um, who was that? They had a receiver named James Jet. James Jet. The Raiders did. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Who was the Rocket? That was Rocket Rocket, Ishmael. There we go. There we go. Yes. Another Heisman Trophy winner at Notre Dame. Did not know that. But uh, Tim Brown also won a Heisman Trophy at Notre Dame. Did know that. All right. Very good, Scravy. Good good question. And uh, Jerry uh, cashes in. He got two questions right, so... He earned his yes. He did. Uh, he, he earned, earned his, his stripes. His stripes today. All right, we'll take a quick time out here while uh, Jerry and the Scraby get together to celebrate their winnings, and then uh, after check of traffic, we'll come back a little check in on the NBA night last night. Something that happened last night in the NBA, in my mind, is happening far too often. What is it? We'll discuss when Gwen and Chris returns. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 422 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Zello, Matt Scraby with you till 6 o'clock. You know, on the way... Before I uh, walked out the door today, I was getting my stuff together, and my phone sent out an alert, and I blurted out a curse word, I think. <laughs> wow. And my wife, in, you Something know. Something terrible might have happened. Right. My wife was concerned. She was. She was concerned, and she just kind of was like, what's wrong? And I'm, you know, in my mind, I'm like, don't tell her. It's not a big deal. And I basically said, it's not a big deal. No she said, no, 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 what, what's wrong? I said, LeBron's out tonight. <laughs> and she just started laughing. She, she knows. Just start, That's she a big just deal. started laughing. Uh, yes, LeBron James out due to a non-COVID illness. Uh, he'll miss along with Lonnie Walker the fourth. He'll also be out along with Anthony Davis. So Anthony Davis <laughs> remains out. Uh, you know, just yeah. as it starts to look good and LeBron's dropping 40, he has to now sit out against uh, a Miami Heat team that – is you know not playing their best, but certainly really talented. So, well, last night uh, 
Last night, Giannis put up the fifty-five point game. Was it? Does it surprise you that that is his career high? Is fifty-five? A little bit, just the way things are going. I was saying before the break, Tony. I mean, this is happening so often anymore, uh, often now, that um, it's it's hardly uh, you know eyebrow raising when a guy puts up fifty points in a game. Do you realize that there have been fourteen fifty-point games this year? There have been 88 40-point games this year in the NBA. Now, most of this, I think, is just because of the faster-paced game and the three-point shot. They're just getting and more opportunities yeah, and the rules. Sure. But Donovan Mitchell, of course, put the season-high 71 up the other night. Uh, Doncic has had a 60. Uh, he's had three 50-point games, actually. Doncic has. Uh, Embiid's had two, and uh, so has Devin Booker. But uh, Giannis's thing is that he's had three straight games now with 40 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists. And, like, nobody other than Wilt has ever done that. The numbers, it's, it's to me, it's a lot like, you know, we're seeing in college football with scoring so high right now, it doesn't even surprise you anymore to see a 45-44 to 44 score. He got 55 points last night. I'd say good game. But yeah. I used to say, Whoa, wow. wow, let me see the highlights of that. Yeah, no, it, everybody's doing it. You know, I, I think to the to the players' credit, they have evolved in such a major, major way <laughs> so in terms of scoring the basketball. I mean, um, every I, I I would venture to say that about fifty percent of the league could give you a forty piece on a given night. Yeah, well, eighty eight. 88 times already this year. We're not even halfway through the season. Like, I mean, in terms of talent, they're talented enough to do it. Now, not not 50% will give you that, but they could. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it it does. Giannis's 55 is, 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 I was surprised that that's his career high and that he hadn't gotten to that number yet. But, um, yeah, I mean, the the way the game is is played, the three-point shot, the, the evolution of the player itself has all led to pretty efficient basketball, too, in terms of how many you take versus how many you make. Well, that and the fact that, uh, you know, defense just has no chance. Look, the Boston Celtics last night gave up 150 points to Oklahoma City. Now, the Celtics have been around for a few years. That's the second most points they've ever allowed in a game, ever. And that's the Boston Celtics. I know the Bulls gave up 150 in a game a few weeks ago. They're not the only teams that have done it. You know, when Kobe Bryant scored his 81 points in 2006, you would think that the Lakers probably put up at least 135, 140 points in that game. They needed all 81 of his points that night. They scored 122. He scored 81 of 122. Teams are scoring 122 now. That's almost a season average for teams. In terms of that, it it gives you an appreciation for what he was able to do that night. I mean, that came on a night where they were getting beat at halftime, and he had to put up those numbers. He did that in regulation, too. No overtime. In a a setting in which the league wasn't scoring at that high of a pace at that point. As you said, that, that... Led them to how many points? 121 that night? 122. 122 that night? The rest of the team had 41. Uh, the, the, the question has to start seeping into your mind right now. With a guy like you know Donovan Mitchell the other night, I mean, he was just crossing half court at the end of the game and shooting a three-pointer <laughs> and it was going in. I mean, they were running two guys at him, and it didn't matter. He right. just dribbled around it, pulled up, and hit an impossible jump shot. 
Is Will Chamberlain's 100 point game actually attainable now? I don't. I think mean, so. for you don't think so? I don't think so. I know where Chris is going. I mean, and because I for 50 years it was totally unattainable. It happened in 1962. No one came close. No one's come close other than Kobe's 81. But the way they're playing now, I, I look at a guy like Devin Booker. I mean, he starts shooting those threes. You know, Curry, it's ridiculous. I, I don't know that somebody can't. Why do you not think it can happen? I mean, it because, seems unlikely, because, but I, I, I just don't know that I would be blown away right now if somebody was able to do it. I mean, just, just because despite the way the, the game has changed, when did Kobe do that? In 2007? 2006. Yes. 2006. As, as much as the rules have changed, as much as the game has changed, no one has gotten to that point of even getting to 81. Let alone a hundred. A hundred points. The other thing. The other thing, just to point out, and Will Chamberlain scored his hundred point game. He was twenty eight for thirty two from the free throw line. Hundred percent. So that's pretty much the only way you're going to get there is to hit about twenty five to thirty free throws, which is, unless you're Michael Jordan, a little difficult to attain. I think Kobe had a crazy amount of free throws in his game, but the the point is. Will did that really all two pointers and free throws. I know. <laughs> uh, so it, the, your question was: Is it a? Ta- is it? Is there a? Ch- there's, of course, there's a chance now because right. so many guys are shooting so many threes, but nobody has proven to a have the endurance to play the type of minutes you're going to need to play to get there, and quite frankly, fill it up that much. The game is also, I think, less isolation. More pick and roll, more, you know, ball moving around a little bit. So, you know, I just don't think any teams are built like that anymore right. where you're dependent on, with other than Lakers, <laughs> you're dependent on one guy doing everything. Clay Thompson still have the records three-point shots in one game, I believe. Yeah. He had 17 or, let's see, 14. That's a. I mean, so if you think of that, he had 14 in one game. That's that he got up two points right now. That he got up or that he made. That he made. Okay, that's the record. 14, but that's only 42 points. You still have to find a way to get 58 more points to get to 100. So, yeah, it's probably. And, and you know, the other thing is unlikely, but the, it's getting more and more possible as the time goes by. I, I didn't see Wilts Hunter. Nobody did. There's no filter. <laughs> I didn't see that. All there is is a is a picture but, of Will Chamberlain standing there with a piece of paper that says 100 on it. I do recall in Kobe's 81, they refused to double him at any point. They just were throwing different looks at him. And I don't think an NBA coach in today's game is going to allow you to just keep going one-on-one and putting buckets. I don't there. know. I watched uh, a lot of that Bulls Cavalier game the other night, and they were double and triple teaming Donovan Mitchell by the fourth quarter because he was single handedly winning the game. And by overtime, they really didn't want him to score, and he put up 15 points in overtime. I mean, it, it right. just but these he still guys finished. Are so skilled now that there's no way to stop them. And it, that's what I'm saying the the amount of energy he had to exert with double teams and all kinds of stuff being thrown. Only got him to 71 points, and he was as probably as hot as he's ever been in his life. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Wilt's record has stood since 1962, and no one's come within earshot of it. <laughs> no. So maybe I think we'll you're all right, on. Wilt. You're okay, Wilt? Yes. All right, Tony says you're okay. By the way, no unbeatens left in college basketball. 
Mexico, just as we were giving them credit. We were giving props to New Mexico yesterday. Our guy, Justin Hudson, at Fresno State, pulled off the upset last night, 71-67. to So, yes, there are no unbeaten teams left in college hoops. Interesting. Not that deep into the season, really. No. Only January 4th. Usually by now there's still at least one team left somewhere. But This might be one of those years there's a lot of parity. Yeah. It certainly seems like that across the uh, the landscape, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, uh, let's get to break. When we come back, Scraby's highlighted again with a little bit of a big five headed your way. More Gwen and Chris. Matt Scraby, this hour on 97.3 The Fan, brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and you're at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider. If an authorized oral treatment could be right for you, visit TreatCOVID19.com. It's sponsored by Pfizer. 4.38 is the time. And uh, big news today. Boston Red Sox, $331 million contract extension for Rafael Devers, 11-year deal. Uh, the other news today, I think even bigger than that, but uh, Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin showing, quote, signs of improvement, although still in critical condition at a Cincinnati hospital. NFL still, as of now, planning to go forward with the Week 18 schedule as it is scheduled, uh, although still no word on whether or not the Bills-Bengals game will uh, be finished up. And uh, the NFL really isn't saying yeah. one way or the other now as to what's going to happen there. There's some other NFL notes of some interest. Um, I saw this one that I thought was kind of fun before we get to your big five, Scraby. Cave Thibodeau. The New York Giants linebacker, rookie, <laughs> who did the crazy sack celebration while the snow angel. quarterback Nick Foles was lying there on the turf. Next to him? Next to him, Jeff Saturday, the coach of the Colts, said that was trash. Well, today, Kayvon Thibodeau was asked about it and said, I don't know who he is. Of course he doesn't. As in Jeff Saturday, so I'm not really too concerned about people who comment on me. And I don't know. Wrong answer. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know it, that that showed I, I, the most amount of class. I mean, it's it's a what, what would you expect from a twenty? You're right. Twenty three year old. I would probably say the same exact thing. <laughs> it's just like, you, do you need to go tit for tat here? Like you could have just deadened it by saying, you know, I don't. I'm not paying much attention. To I think it would be said. funny if he like brought a trash can into his thing and been like, oh, here, here I am Damn. over here. <laughs> here. Here you go, feeding into it. You'd have done exactly what he basically did. No, but Bring when you say a uh, trash can. No, no, because that's a fun way of playing off of Jeff Saturday calling him trash without being like, well, I don't know who that guy is, even though he probably does know who It's the same thing. You think so? If he would have brought a trash can to the interview session with him, (laughs) it's really the same exact thing. Except it might have been a a little more clever. Lighthearted. Lighthearted. Yeah. Scraby would have liked it. I bet you, I bet you his, I bet you... If it if something like that happens again, I bet you that he'll have a different answer seven years from now. You're probably right. Maybe even a year. E- from maybe now. even a year from now. Maybe, maybe next later Sunday. this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, traffic, and then today's big five, ladies and gentlemen. After the end of a good fight. 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. And we do not have any sponsors for this said Big Five today. So, let's get right into it, guys. Mer Five. Mer Five. <laughs> you can't get anything past anyone on this show. You said, what was the cardwood earlier? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you don't remember. Is that right? Mer Five. No, it's Mer- amazing. Mer- when, he, when he makes a blunder, you don't remember it. When I make one, you make a promo out of it. For well, I mean, years who could ever forget? He has his like me. red pin ready over there to put down the time. <laughs> All right. So Raphael Devers agreed reportedly to an 11-year, $331 million extension with the Boston Red Sox and... The rumor is now the rumor mill is now going around, Chris, and it's all about Manny Machado and the Padres because we all know we've talked about it a lot on this show. Manny Machado has an opt out coming up after this season. He will make one hundred and fifty million dollars over the next five years of his contract after twenty twenty three. So a lot of people think that he is going to opt out and try and get more money. And Rafael Devers is in his contract is helping Manny big time. So Chris, the question is. Should the Padres sign Manny Machado before they get to the opt-out point? Uh, should they? Maybe. Could they? I doubt it. I, I just don't know how much more money they can spend right now. Um, Because, I mean, Manny Machado is going to be worth more than $30 million a year at the end of this season. I mean, give Manny credit. Five years ago, it seemed kind of like a not a big deal. Like, well, he's got an opt-out, but that'll never come into play. Well, we're, no, we're not going to get to five smart. years from now. Yeah. We're not going to be winning World Series, and he's not going to be competing for MVP awards. So, yeah, I think it would be a great move, you know. But, I mean, how many more deals can you sign? You're trying to do Juan Soto. You're trying to you just did Fernando. Just got Bogarts. So, yes, but no, because I don't think they'll be able. I, I just don't think the timing's right to fit it all in. Tony, should the Padres sign Manny Machado before they get to the opt-out point? I don't think it'll be left up to the Padres. It'll be left up to Manny Machado. Interesting. Often, ultimately, it's his opt-out. The Padres will proceed as if you know he's not going to opt-out. And then when he opts out, 
they'll proceed as if we need to probably sweeten the pot. And what is it? I think it's 150 over his next five years, right? After Yes. A, I mean, after, after this year. So, I mean, it, it is well below what the market is certainly talking right now. A Did, lot of these guys are getting a lot of money. A lot of and money. that's the thing is it doesn't have to it's not like it's got to be another 11 year deal but it's certainly gonna have to be in the AV I, I would guess who knows Manny may be like you know what I like my contract I don't think he will <laughs> it's not gonna <laughs> I don't think he will that's but, a dream but part of me, part of me wants to think it's there <laughs> go ahead I'll let you I know, I know, about I know, that I there, know. buddy but I, I mean listen it, he would be it would be a wise deci- business decision for him to opt out. It's just the honest truth. What yeah. if the What if the Padres like called Manny Machado's bluff and said, you know what? Fine, we just go play somewhere else. That would be a bad would idea. That, <laughs> would, would that bother him, do you think, to any extent? I, 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 I wouldn't see why it wouldn't bother him. Yeah. Is that, yeah. That's an instant, I'm going to play for another team. No, it's not an instant thing, but I think you would like to, and I'm not speaking for Manny, I don't know, but I, if I was in his shoes, I would like to believe. Well, look, man, I've, since I've been here, we've been able to turn this thing uh, around farther than you've been since what ninety eight. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think my time here has been productive, pro- very productive. So I just I mean, want to be paid what's fair, fair market value. I, I think he's got a lot of chips in his uh, on he his does. side of the table he does. right he now. Really does. I hate to say it. <laughs> he really does. Padres, it's stacked against the Padres. All right, here. well, we're not going to talk about the opt-out until probably tomorrow or something. Number four. Rumors are flying around right now about Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh and his future with the school. The hottest rumor is the conversations Harbaugh has had with Panthers owner David Tepper. I know we talked about Harbaugh being a good fit for the Colts yesterday, but the Panthers seem like they really, really want to make that splash. However, current interim head coach Steve Wilkes has done a really good job with a not-so-good team this year. Panthers started the season 1-4 and four under Matt Rule, fired him, elevated Wilkes to the interim head coach position, and he's gone 5-6 and six ever since, and he even kept them in the playoff hunt without Christian McCaffrey, who was traded during his tenure as head coach. So, Tony, yes. does Steve Wilkes deserve the Panthers head coach job? He may. He very well may. He's getting some guys to play some football late in the year when they don't have anything it, to play it, for. It, I mean, the the fact that he took, what was it, one in four when he took over? Yeah. I mean, those are, that's a lot of games that you've been able to to prove yourself. Five and uh, six? And I get it. I Listen, I, I understand Wilkes was the head coach in, in Arizona, right, beforehand. Yes. That didn't go well as his first experience. Um, I think what this shows is, He's learned a little bit of something from that first-time experience. Now, we don't know the details of, you know, what he's learned, but clearly, I mean, I don't know that this team is all that much better than what the Cardinals had at the time. Yeah, he kind of got driven out of uh, Arizona in a weird way. But that was, a, was that Kyler's first year? Or has, he been, or has he only been there since uh, Cliff Kingsbury's been there? Let me look. Either way, I, I think he may have uh, worked himself at, at least an opportunity right here. Chris, what do you think? Do you think he deserves to be the head coach? I do. I, I think he's done a great job. And, uh, again, I mean, you're talking about, you know, an African-American coach who's doing a pretty nice job. And I, I don't know how you're going to explain it to everybody that you're getting rid of him to bring in an, 
a retread white coach and pay him 10 times more money than you were paying the other guy who did a really nice job under the circumstances. I mean, I, that's going to come into play here. He didn't even have Kyler. So, he didn't Kyler, have Kyler. Kyler came 2019. He was head coach in 2018. So, you yeah. Know, I, I think the Panthers would be smart to hang on to what they've got. Harbaugh's, it's hard to say he's overrated. I mean, he's lost he's certainly six, not overrated. six consecutive bowl games with Michigan, so that's a negative, but... I mean, when he was in the NFL, he was in the Super Bowl. He was in the championship game. The one, the, Actually, the they went to the, mean, the Super Bowl in the middle, right. and then all, they went to the NFC Championship for three. Whatever the, you know the, what I mean. The, they were in the hunt. Every were, single everywhere time. he goes, the team he takes over gets better. Yeah, so that's what makes it a. Well. This isn't a situation where, at least Carolina is is shading a a deserving head coach opportunity from a guy. And going to somebody who's never right, done it before. Which we've seen also happen this, many times. Uh, we've seen it happen a lot. This is a, a guy who's already been proven at the NFL level. But that being said, I still think Wilkes deserves the opportunity here at, at the, for the Panthers. He has definitely paid his dues, let me tell you. He has been, I, I'm looking at about 16, 17 stops in his coaching career at different places. And sometimes he's going... From 99 to 2005, he had a different job every single year in a different location. So that's not easy. That's not easy. All Give right. the man the job. He's doing Give him the job. Number three. Now, this is a pretty serious story. There is a UFC news story out, and Dana White has had to comment on it, and he usually does, but uh, comment on these stories. Uh, the difference this time is he's commenting about his own actions on New Year's. TMZ, again, posted video of Dana White and his wife in Mexico at an establishment, and they seem to be fighting. Uh, White's wife slapped him across the face, and that's when things went bad for Dana. He did hit her back. He said alcohol fueled the fight, and his wife said this is out of character and has never happened in 30 years, and she hopes that people can give them their privacy as they work through this, but she um, was very, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking at? Not complimentary. Anyway. She she did speak about it. Since White has taken a hard stance on fighters involved in domestic violence situations, there are growing whispers he should suspend himself. So, Chris, do you think Dana White needs to punish himself to keep things on the same level? I think he should punish himself before everybody else punishes <laughs> him. Fact. I mean, in the public eye, I mean, he's going to get punished big time. Anytime you slap a, a woman, your wife, doesn't matter who it is. I mean, it's just not... It's not something you easily bounce back from. That ain't it. You just don't. So, um, you know, he might be smart to try and get out ahead of it and say, you know what, I'm taking a leave here for six months. I don't even know that that'll get the, get the you know, the everybody off his back. I mean, he's going to take endless on this. You can't, you, you got, I'm sorry, I don't know if it matter what the circumstances. He says it was alcohol related or fueled by, you know, whatever it was. I mean, this is a loss of composure that you just can't have, especially in a situation that he's in as a president of the entire association like this. So, yeah, I think he'd be wise to do something before everybody else does it for him. All right, Tony, what do you think? Uh, does Dana White need to punish himself to keep things on the same level? Yeah, I think Chris is right. He might want to try. Because here's this happened on New Year's, Yeah. right? Nah, yeah. Um, it's the fourth. Mm-hmm. I would say that the the story is not bubbling like not it, yet. It, it could it's be not. at this point at this it, point it's not 
And so I think it would be wise for him to try to get out. And I think he's tried to, right? He's he, he come spoke, out. Yeah, he he spoke. spoke on it. He's put out an apology. But this story is not uh, is not bubbling like it could be right now. I, yeah, I'm not sure why either. Number two. Well, now that we've mentioned it, <laughs> it's, it's going to be on. It's going to be on. <laughs> it's going to be everywhere. I can't believe it, guys, but the Packers, they sit at 8-8, eight and eight, and they presumably will face the Lions this weekend for a trip to the playoffs. Win and the Packers are in, and even though the season started terribly for the Packers, they have improved each week, and Aaron Rodgers and his newfound laid-back attitude seem to help the team. Coming off of back-to-back MVPs for Rodgers, Tony, would making the playoffs this year be his biggest accomplishment outside of winning the Super Bowl? Mmm... Here's the thing. I think we forget because Aaron has, um, what's the word I'm looking at? I think Aaron has, over the course of the last couple of years, Aaron has said things that has made people, um, you know, not feel differently about him. Mm. But what if you think about his football career, Aaron Rodgers has probably, of all the superstars, has been giving the least amount to work with on offense. Yeah, you only had Devontae. That's about Devontae, it. Devontae was like the dude that he finally got that developed and was really uh, nobody was talking about until you know the last three, four years where he started to take off. But before that, Aaron Rodgers was getting to like the deep into the playoffs. Championship games all like, the time. Yes. So I don't know if this is his uh, best accomplishment Outside of winning, so it probably is. I think this is probably the least amount of offensive talent he's had over the course of his time at Green Bay. And I can't remember all of the rosters, but at least off the top of my dome. Well, that's unfortunate. I thought you were going to look that up on the show. Chris, would making the playoffs this year be, be his biggest accomplishment outside of winning a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I, I think 2020, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Oh. Uh, followed by 2021, 37 touchdowns, four interceptions. And this guy's uh, career, is, uh, his numbers are off the he's charts. He's legit. He is. And, he's uh, consistent. This year he's he's done a nice job. He's been able to hang in. A lot of things have broken right for the Packers, and a lot of teams have fallen out of the way to give them this opportunity. So, no, I think he's done greater things in the past. Fair All right. Enough. Well, we did not get to number one, but number one's a bigger conversation. Can we finish it on the other side? Uh, if you guys would like, it's about... Skip, oh, what get, would that be? A skip, carryover, then? I think it's a carryover. <laughs> well, if we didn't talk about the NFL news and notes before we went to the Big Five. <laughs> 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 All right, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharper on their way to breaking up. We'll explain next, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 